Pat, we were talking about Jace Medical yesterday, and you had not heard of them. Um, I, I think this is I think this is an amazing thing. This is the uh, Jace Medical are the ones that are um, providing um, antibiotics, so you can have a storehouse of antibiotics, mm. at least five different right. antibiotics, which would come in handy. Oh yeah, especially with China. You know, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't yeah. seem to be liking us so much. Look, here's the thing. Um, if we have shortages of any kind, like medicine, do you have antibiotics? I mean, sure, the 1700s were fun, but... Uh, <laughs> Weren't they? <laughs> they don't. Uh, I'd like to be able to control some infections. Go to Jace Medical, J-A-S-E Medical.com. Enter the promo code back at checkout discount on your order of a Jace case. That'll give you five different antibiotics that you can have on hand. It's promo code back at J-A-S-E Medical.com. JaceMedical.com America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we've got an update from uh, uh, from yesterday that uh, yeah, not really a, a fun one, but I can guarantee you this will be the only place that you hear about it, at least in mainstream. It's very important that you understand this, and I'm kind of on the edge of understanding it, but we have experts on today, and I'm doing a special on this tomorrow at 9 p.m. You don't want to miss. We begin in 60 seconds. Molly lives in Idaho. She writes in about her dog's experience. She said, I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate uh, Rough Greens, Glenn. Our dog, Darby, a very large 11-year-old German Shepherd, is doing much better since he's. Uh, we've been supplementing uh, her diet with Rough Greens. Her skin issues have cleared up. She's perkier, less lethargic. Uh, she's also on joint supplements. But her joints actually seem to bother bother her a lot less ever since she started taking rough greens. Um, I, I got to tell you, Molly, I have a German Shepherd too, and the the hardest thing to watch is when their joints uh, start to go, and they always have hip problems. It is so hard to watch them struggle, and I have found the same thing by putting rough greens on his uh, dry uh, kibble food. I have seen a difference in uh, the way he walks, and he doesn't seem to have the hip pain that he was just beginning to struggle with. Rough Greens is uh, confident your dog's going to love it. They want to give you the first bag free. It's a trial bag. You just uh, feed it to your dog. If your dog loves it, you'll get the next bag and you will see the differences over the coming months. So all you pay for is shipping for the first bag. Just go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. 833-GLEN-33. Okay, so, you know, I've been doing some thinking here. 
Now, I'm not an economist, but I am a thinker. And uh, if the problem was Silicon Valley with Silicon Valley Bank, the problem was what? They bought treasuries and they held treasuries and the treasuries are becoming worth less and less if you had them. Now, the first thing I thought of was, gee, if that's the case, when everybody panics, where do they put their money? Where is the safest place to put your money? In treasuries. The entire world runs to treasuries, U.S. treasuries. Our debt is all in U.S. treasuries. So if, you're, if you bought a 10 or 20 or 30-year treasury, uh, you know, in the last, I don't know, 10 years, and you have time on it and you need to sell it, you're going to lose money right now, today, 25%. So it's not really a safe bet now, is it? And if that was the problem with Silicon National Bank, how many of our banks are holding those 10-year treasuries? Who else is holding them? Because if there's any strain on the financial system, then they're going to have to start selling those treasuries. Who is going to buy them? I, I want to, there's a website uh, called Seeking Alpha, uh, seekingalpha.com, and it is deep, deep Fed and, and uh, monetary stuff. Um, and I want to give you just a, the highlights of an article, Fed update, the losses keep rolling in. Last week, there was a press release from the Fed for their results of 2022. Listen to this. The Federal Reserve Act requires reserve banks to remit excess earnings to the U.S. Treasury. So here's what happens. After they pay for their operating cost and the payments of dividends and everything else, anything that is a surplus, and I didn't know this, anything that was a surplus for the Fed goes to the U.S. Treasury. Now, when they don't have uh, any profit, they, they have a deferred asset and recorded. Basically, it's the amount of net earnings the reserve banks will need to realize before they start paying. So they just go, uh, we were short this amount, so we have to make up this amount before we start paying the treasury again. Okay? It wasn't said in the press release, um, but the deferred asset is an accounting gimmick which allows the Fed to hide their operating losses on their balance sheet as a negative liability. Nowhere in the statement do they mention operating losses, but operating losses they do have. For the first time since the beginning of the Fed, 107 years, the Federal Reserve just recorded an operating loss in the fourth quarter. A three-month period, the Fed lost $15 billion, okay? Now, remember, 
This is the bank of last resort. The Federal Reserve is the world's, pretty much the world's bank. Because we're the ones directing pretty much all of the Western central banks. We're the ones spreading our wealth out. We're the ones rescuing everybody else. And the Fed is the one that is selling the treasuries. They're selling the bonds. So if I'm a sovereign fund, I've bought all that debt and I have a a treasury bond. Okay, when the bonds go bad, like they just did, who picks up the bill? The Federal Reserve. Okay, so they uh, they for the first time are losing money, which means that we aren't getting the money. And I'll get back to that. This past year, when inflation spiked to a 40 year high, the Fed did what their mandate requires them to do to raise interest rates to combat inflation. The Fed rate uh, Fed raised rates seven times. This is the fastest rate hike in history. Totally predictable, the article uh, at Seeking Alpha says the rise in short rates due to the Fed tightening created a negative net interest margin with eight point five trillion dollars on their books. Eight point five trillion dollars that we know of. They have eight point five trillion dollars in fixed rate bonds earning two point zero percent. The cost of the Fed's variable rate liabilities, five point seven trillion in bank reserves, reserve uh, reverse uh, repurchase agreements. Everything began to rise. The break even rate is roughly three percent. Okay. Now the rate is uh, the rate hike is now up to four point five. They're talking about yet another rate hike. The interest margin is negative, and the Fed will continue to book operating losses until the Fed funds rates drop below three percent. Nobody's expecting that to happen. They're not going to bring the Fed rate down below 3%. Now, the net income for the year for the Fed fell to $58.4 billion from $107 billion the year before. That's almost a 50% decline in revenue. And the main reason that their income dropped was the increase in the cost of their variable rate liabilities. This is getting really complex. Let me just let me just say this. If you are watching Blaze TV, can I can you get a shot of this? Maybe you can get a shot of it on my screen here. Um, this is the uh, remittances due to the U.S. Treasury. This is when they make profit, they give money to the U.S. Treasury. Now, this is important because that helps defray our deficit. That goes right directly to our bottom line. So we have even more money that we owe because the Fed is going under. And I want to show you 
how much money they're losing. If you look at the chart, you'll see that they're always just, you know, above the line, giving us some money here and there. Now you see a straight line down. Al Gore would call it a hockey stick, I believe. Wouldn't he, Pat? Mm -hmm. Uh, Kind of a reverse hockey stick. Reverse hockey stick, okay? Mm -hmm. So they are now losing $2.2 billion a week. That's an annual loss of $114 billion that we know of, and that's if they don't tighten anything. The Fed has a total capital of $42 billion. 42. That means they're upside down. This is the bank bailing everyone out. So that's not good news. Last year, they sent the Treasury $64 billion. When we have a, when if the Fed starts to fall apart like this, we're the ones that are on the hook. They also have a huge loss uh, in something called the SOMA portfolio. And I'm going to get Carol on here in just a minute. She's going to be joining us in about an hour from now. And uh, she is she can break all of this stuff down. But uh, the loss at year end just in that is one point one trillion dollars so the bank the bank of the banks is in trouble if bonds are the problem can somebody tell me how many of our banks are holding those bonds because the federal reserve itself can't make money now because of the bonds We are, I think, at the beginning of this. We are not at the the end. Um, The only thing that they will have, they'll be able to do is print more money. What's that going to do? You can't raise the rates because we focused on the United States government not being able to meet the obligation of the interest on our debt. Little did I think, or many people think, wait a minute, what happens to the value of all of that really safe place to park your money? What happens to that? It's already lost 25%. If they keep raising the rates, the banks will lose even more money. But if they don't raise the rates, your interest rate or your inflation rate will go up. Why? Because we won't stop spending. The federal government, Joe Biden, just said his next budget, he's asking for six trillion dollars. Six trillion dollars. So if the Federal Reserve has to create new reserves, print more money just to meet their obligations, let alone printing money to meet our obligations, and more people are backing out of treasuries, 
Are you beginning to see how deep this problem really is? More in a second. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor Sleep. After that monologue, you going to sleep tonight? Let me recommend Relief Factor Sleep. I absolutely hate taking uh, any kind of sleeping medication at all because it just whacks you out the next day. I'm just not clear. It just, it's the only thing, it's the only drug that seems to just stay in my body for a while. Um, Relief Factor Sleep is not a drug. It's a lot like Relief Factor, the pain reliever. Uh, It is healthy sleep. Reducing anxiety and uh, and distress, it improves mood, promotes relaxation, and it does not whack you out. You can take it, and it's natural. And the next morning, you just feel you just feel refreshed. You don't notice that you had anything in your body. Unleash the power of a great night's sleep. Call eight hundred the number four relief. That's eight hundred the number four relief, or go to relieffactor.com. Dream big, sleep tight. It's Relief Factor Sleep at relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I want to get into uh, more of that um, with Carol Roth because she'll be able to really explain all of this, but this is something that you need to be aware of. Uh, So I don't know if you saw this, Pat, um, but uh, the New York Times and the German newspaper Die Zeit uh, have published stories now on the Nord Stream bombing plot. Mm -hmm. And um, I just I just want to go over, you know, we we heard that we think we know we think we know what it is. New York Times. Yeah, Um, they have reviewed newly collected (laughs) intelligence. And uh, they say that a pro-Ukrainian group carried out the attack on the pipeline. Okay, and they were opponents of Vladimir Putin of Russia, but they don't know who directed or paid for the operation. So uh, that's Mm. I mean, that's pretty damning, although I will say um, in the same report, U.S. officials declined to disclose the nature of the intelligence. Huh. How they got the intelligence, right? Any of the details of the intelligence, okay, or the strength of the evidence that it contains, huh? Yeah, so it's yeah. pretty solid. It's a pretty I would solid say case. Yeah, I would say it's really, right? it's really solid. Um, according to the investigation, they say it was a yacht rented from a company based in Poland, apparently owned by two Ukrainians. According to the investigation, Mm -hmm. the secret operation at sea was carried out by a team of six people said to have been five men, one woman. The group consisted of a captain, captain, two divers, two diving assistants, and a doctor. And um, they transported the explosives to the crime scene, placed them there, and uh, and then blew things up. They, how, how do they know that detail, but they don't know who the group well, is? Well, they also know that they use professionally forged passports. Okay. <sighs> okay. But, uh-huh. again... They don't know who it is. They don't... They, yeah, they can't comment. <laughs> they, 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 they won't disclose the nature of the intelligence, how it was obtained, any details, or even the strength of 
the details but they here. do know that it's a pro-ukrainian group who well took a yeah well a they yacht don't from poland they don't really know <laughs> okay um huh. you know they said we we're still looking in to make sure it was a ukrainian group um but if it was mm-hmm. their their intelligence which they they have uh low confidence in all of this intelligence uh they say if if it was ukrainians they did it without the government's knowledge well naturally sure I mean, that goes without saying sure. doesn't it right right uh, they also uh, said that they uh-huh. can't rule out a false flag operation to blame pro ukrainian troops oh so it could know, be it somebody could be. else entirely yes you know yes that makes me suspect the zimbabweans i think it was zimbabwe who was behind this do you really i do Wait, do, do you have any evidence? That's based on well, I can't, I can't tell you what kind of evidence or right. why I'm basing it uh-huh. on that evidence, right? Or necessarily uh, why Zimbabwe would be involved in sure. this in any way? Sure. So it's pretty solid right. intelligence that I have, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's what I'm basing it on. Okay. So now they said mm-hmm. we should be very clear that we 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 know very little. Uh, the group remains a mm-hmm. mystery to us. Yeah. Uh, and it's mysterious, not just to us, but also the U.S. government officials that they have spoken to. Uh, you know, they they know that the people involved were either Ukrainian or Russian or a mix sure. or a mix or a mix. All right. They also could be <laughs> anti-Putin and pro-Ukraine, but they're not sure. Or they might be pro-Putin and anti-Ukraine. Yeah, they might be. They might be. They might be. What about yeah. the Zimbabweans? Where do well, they? Where do they? I do know that there were uh, three of them. Uh-huh. One was a uh, trans woman. Okay. Another was a Catholic nun. Okay. From, so do you uh, have? Do you have like yeah. video? How did you? I no, mean, I just. I can't tell you where my source is <laughs> yeah. or who it is or why they told me anything, but I have though. I have really high confidence in the low quality that I was provided. <laughs> okay, so you didn't even get to the real story because I believe it was chicken scuba divers. Oh wow, that went there. It's definitely not the United States. Wow. No, definitely it's not, not us. No, no, we would. We had nothing to do with Wuhan. The labs there either. No, nothing, nothing. I don't so, even know why you brought that up. Well. Just to give some credibility to the uh-huh. chicken scuba divers. Okay. The Glenn Beck program. They're very anti-Putin. Uh, anyway, let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. Have you had enough yet? As an American, how you feeling about, uh, you know, everything? How about all of these big companies that are raking in millions of dollars, sometimes billions of dollars, uh, while publicly hating the country and talking us uh, to a cliff? I love that. Don't uh, you? Don't you? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's no chicken scuba diver, but it's pretty, <laughs> gr- it's pretty great. Uh, Patriot Mobile is there. They're the only Christian conservative wireless provider. Uh, they offer deplorables like you. Dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you're not giving up any coverage. The 100% U.S.-based customer service team will make your switching easier. They also support free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, our military first responder heroes. No need to put up with the woke companies anymore. Switch today. Stand with the people who are standing with you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT 
or patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Promo code Beck. Glenn Beck, Stuber Gear, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code will not be censored. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, I don't know if you saw this story uh, yet. Uh, January 6th attorney alleges the FBI criminally altered evidence. And they are asking now that a special master review the leaked messages. Um, they were they had on the stand special agent Nicole Miller, who is involved in the agency's investigation of the January 6th defendants. When cross-examining Nick Smith, the attorney representing the Proud Boys member, um, revealed classified FBI emails that were hidden in a tab in an Excel spreadsheet, which includes a directive to Miller to destroy 338 pieces of evidence and edit out an FBI agent from an informant report. Uh... Isn't wow. that a federal crime? Wow. Wow. I would have thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the judge is looking into it. He's not sure okay. that it. All right. Uh, you we know, don't want to be too hasty. We don't want to be hasty. They I have mean, no how many record. pieces of evidence can you destroy before it becomes a, a real problem? I mean, what's 338 it, between friends? Probably virtually nothing. That is. we. What is it going to take to wake our neighbors up? I don't up? know. My gosh, people, the country is completely out of control. By the way, uh, it, I have to correct myself. I, I said that the uh, budget uh, from Biden is $6 trillion. Pat corrected me. It is mm-hmm. 6.9. But that's just I'm used to I'm I mean, used to talking to my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going, honey, it's only it's six, rounded down. Yeah, it's only six trillion. You know, you don't say <laughs> the seven number or the six point nine because she immediately rounds up. It's seven trillion. I'm like. It's in the sixes. Six trillion. That's it. And besides, it's a measly $900 billion difference. That's just a little more than TARP. Right. Okay. And that's nothing now. That's nothing. Um, So the Department of Defense's comptroller believes that it is only a matter of time uh, that the uh, Pentagon budget is over a trillion dollars. It's already... I think 875 billion in the budget, but they're having a hard time making ends meet. Uh, and, uh, and they have a yeah. lot of things that they have to rebuy. So Pentagon's budget, trillion dollars. Hey, just, I was just thinking about something completely unrelated. Do you remember when Ronald Reagan, uh, you know, kind of was threatening war? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was making the Soviets all crazy, and they were like, "We've got to get in there. We've got to build a, a bunch of new stuff because Reagan's going to destroy us." And then they collapsed financially. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what made me think of that, but <laughs> trillion dollars a year now in our defense budget, and the Pentagon is trying to find ways to buy massive amounts of ammunition. Because we don't we don't have enough am- ammo right now. Well, we depleted ours um, by giving it to, to Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it used to be that my theory was I, I'm almost okay with 
any amount you spend on the military because it's so important. Our defense yeah. is, is yeah. critical. Yeah. However, in this particular case where we're giving everything to Ukraine and sparing nothing, including if it makes us weaker, then I think it might be a little bit of a problem. Yeah, we don't we don't have tactical missiles. Um, yeah, because we gave them to Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. We we need five point six billion dollars for ammunition. Um, and well, I'm sorry, that's no, I'm sorry. Uh, that's what the administration has budgeted. But mm-hmm. apparently, we need I don't know, like a billion dollars more uh, for ammunition, ah. and that's just for the bullets. You know, forget the fact that our howitzers have no shells now. We are literally out of howitzer shells. Why would you need howitzer shells? Right. Who are we going to shoot with them? Right. Come on. We're not at war. We're not at Nobody's war. Nobody's threatening war. <laughs> right. You know, that's crazy. It's a proxy war. And the Russians don't know that. They don't know we're helping the Ukrainians. No, do they? they have no, no idea. <laughs> By the way, speaking about being flush with money, um, you know, the president came out yesterday and he said the economy is great. In fact, here he is. Cut two, please. Today, thanks to the quick action of my administration over the past few days, mm-hmm. Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. Oh, and I do. Your deposits I will do. be there when you need them. Yeah. Small businesses across the country, the deposit accounts at these banks mm-hmm. can breathe easier knowing they'll be uh, able to pay their workers and right. pay their bills. Okay. And their hardworking employees can breathe easier as well. Isn't that great? <laughs> I am so, I'm so, I mean, I have confidence now. Do you? I am stuffed with, co- I couldn't have another bite of confidence. <laughs> I am just, I have to push away from the table and loosen my belt a bit. And it's just based on that. Oh, right? just based what on, you just, just heard. Well, that end, I don't know if you saw the end. Here he is at the very end of his speech, uh, just walking away. And when he walks away, it just, again, Fills you with confidence. I can't have another bite. Here it is. President, what do you know right now about why this happened? And can you assure Americans that there won't be a ripple effect? Do you expect other banks to fail, Mr. President? Should all depositors be protected at all banks? I mean, that's a nursing home exit. That's a nursing home exit. That is a nursing home patient getting up and going, I gotta go potty. And walking to the little bathroom there in the room. It's beautiful. Seriously, seriously. By the way, he said that, don't worry, the FDIC is going to cover all this because that banks pay into that. And okay. they have almost unlimited funds. Well, FDIC, no, right? uh, no, they no. they have a uh, hundred and twenty eight billion dollars on hand. OK, OK, but um, the deposits at these banks are two hundred and sixty four billion so they're a little short. A little short. A signature had eighty-eight point six billion. Um, Silicon Valley Bank has one hundred and seventy-five point four billion, um, and FDIC has a hundred and twenty-eight. So I, I, I'm not good at math, but I think I, I feel secure um, because oh, I'm if they brimming with confidence, brimming right now, with confidence, I really am. It's not gonna. It's not gonna cost you a dime. No, right. The FDIC is gonna. They're gonna cover take it. care of it. Yeah. Now let me ask you, Pat. When, when another bank collapses, mm-hmm. okay, and the FDIC just spent all of their cash. Yeah, on the first two. On the first two. How do they bail everybody else out? Well, I'm sure the taxpayers won't won't have to 
You know, we won't have to carry any of that burden. Really? Yeah, I'm brimming with confidence on that. Because he said the banks are fine. Okay. And that was due to the very (laughs) swift action that his administration took. I could see the urgency in his step as he was walking away. Yeah. Yeah. So where do they get that money? Uh, The FDIC money? Yeah. Uh, The new money. uh, Magic fairy dust. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's great. Uh Um, You know know what I really... uh, uh, This is a growth industry, and it's going to sound crazy, but I just want to give you a tip. If you're looking for a job, get into the business of selling green ink. (laughs) Because I have a feeling... At least for a mm-hmm. short period of time, green ink is going to be really super needed. Uh, and then mm. they'll probably not use green ink anymore. We'll just have it, I don't know, sewn into our forehead <laughs> or uh, something like that. Yeah. Oh. The wrist would work, too. Yeah, there, it would. You know, your wrist, your forehead. It, it would. Yeah. It would. Hey, some more good, some more good news. Government agencies. Government agencies that, you know, were definitely not doing anything in the Wuhan lab. Okay. They weren't doing anything, let alone gain a function. Gain a function is like so crazy. I don't even know what even, that is. You would think that, you know, you'd play, oh, they're doing a gain of function. No, we weren't doing that. In fact, we weren't doing anything with. Wuhan and the lab, except CBS News has just obtained records that appear to show the U.S. government may have. May have been paying for projects in Wuhan. Hmm. Uh, Some of those research projects may be tied to labs implicated in the lab leak of the covid-19 origin theory. Now, here's the exciting news. It looks like we are so efficient that when they build us, the NIH paid the bill, but so did USAID. They were both like, let me pay it. No, I'll get the check. You get the check. You get the check next time. No, I want to pay it. And they ended up both paying it. (laughs) So we paid twice. Wow. uh, For, uh, you know, it's just double billing. And uh, it's the government, former federal investigator said, it is concerning. Um, it's a powerful uh, statement. Yeah, it is concerning. I would use, <laughs> I mean, we are, we are, we are uh, talking about something that involves, you know, a deadly disease and risky research. But, and millions of people having died. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but world over. She is right. It, it is, is concerning. concerning. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about American financing. Uh, it now seemed like a really good time not to owe money to anyone. Bueller. It's, uh, it's difficult just keeping track of all of the directions our money is moving away from us, not to mention how much more of it is moving these days. If you've got debts, especially if you have credit card debts with high interest, You've got to get yourself a break. Refinancing of your mortgage might sound scary, um, but it it could lock you into a much, much lower interest rate and help you pay off a ton of debt. And this is where American financing comes in. If you pay down your credit cards, you are going to stop paying 21% interest. 
you're going to be paying a lot more than that in the end. Uh, 21% interest. How are you going to pay that off? You have $10,000 in uh, credit cards and they are at 21% interest. It's going to take you about 10 years to pay that off. Look, you could end up being able to pay it all off, delay up to two mortgage payments, and close in as little as 10 days. Please, no obligation, just call them at 800-906-2440 and see if they can help. American Financing, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Remember that song, uh, Things That Make You Go, hmm, I think this is one of those. California Governor Gavin Newsom facing pushback as state lawmakers, California lawmakers, progressive crazy-ass Democrats in California, began demanding details of his nearly $1 billion deal to receive 200 million masks Per month from a Chinese factory. Now, I don't know about you, but as the world is clamoring for masks right now, I can understand this. You know, uh, now that the world is clearly understands the masks make no difference at all. I can see why he's like, we got we have to have 200 million masks a month coming into California. A month. So he won't talk about the deal. Um, and, uh, you know, his advisors won't talk about the deal. The Los Angeles Times uh, just, you know, they said this this deal is with the Chinese electric car company called BYD, which stands for Build Your Dreams. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's what they're doing beautiful. in China is building dreams. Your dreams to have a mask. Right. Uh, BYD formed in 95. It was making batteries. And then Warren mm. Buffett got involved. He owns 25% of this company. And it's one of the largest electric car makers uh, and just partnered with Toyota. So, And they, they're doing a joint venture for electric car batteries. And he paid them... Um, a billion dollars for 200 million masks. Now, you could say, Glenn, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Hey, car seats, they have fabric. Masks oh, yeah. have fabric. It's the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're kind of going under a bit. They saw a 42% drop in profits um, from uh, 2019. And so they took one of their facilities and uh, they transformed it into the world's largest mass-produced face masks plant. They make 5 million masks per day. Uh, and they said this this is their fight against the spread wow. of coronavirus, which... Well, it's... I mean, as you said, the masks have been proven, uh, proven to, be to be so, so yeah, non-effective. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure why they need 200 million wow. masks a month... Um, oh, by the way, this car company, they do have uh, just a little factory in California 
you know, employs a thousand people. So he might want to, you know, hey, let's keep these people employed, which I would prefer giving everyone, ten, you know, those thousand employees, give them all $10 million. Let's call it. Let's just call it. You know what? Close mm-hmm. the factory. Keep it open. Let's give you. We'll save money. We'll save money. Um, but uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. One of those things that make you go. Hmm. And there's so many of those. So many wow. money saving projects from this administration. Really? That you're really? just you, you sit back and you're really proud. Cause, yeah. 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 The mask yeah. thing. Has been really good for us. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, um, the, we have a uh, a college in Cupertino. What else is in Cupertino? Oh, Apple. So we have a college there, uh, and uh, the director of the Office of Equity, Social Justice, and Multicultural Education uh, has been fired. Because uh, she questioned the institution's woke anti-racism and diversity and equity and inclusion initiatives. Uh, Kind of bigot was she? I know. And she also declined to join the socialist network. So, I mean, you can't have that. No. She doesn't want equity? No. She doesn't want equality? She doesn't want socialism? Right. What? We're all socialists now. Exactly. 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 So I think that's uh, I think that's good. California, you are good on shape. the good right shape. track, baby. Mm-hmm.